Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome in your weekend. It's Super Bowl 58, and you've got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We are The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Hope everyone is doing well. Mikey, great to be with you as always. And we've got a lot of breakdown for the big game between the 49ers and Chiefs on Sunday. Can't wait to get after this one, my friend. Oh, me neither, Carm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good to see our buddy Eric Ostrowski again. We're going to have a lot of fun. I've seen every Super Bowl. I remember watching Namath win the game. I was at the Bluebird Tap, which was on Irving and Ashland. I worked at the deli next door. My, uh, my uncle's place, his brother owned the bar. Um, uh, which uh, the, which was like he was an uncle, but he went out with my aunt May for like thirty five years. I never got married, so we called him Uncle Nick. That's great. So now his brother next door, George. If you people remember back in the day, now it's called the Long Room. It's right across from the uh, from the diner on Irving and Ashland. I watched, and I was supposed to be working, and I snuck to the bar next door. I was a little half pint and I'm watching Joe Namath go to work mm. so I've seen a lot of Super Bowls this one's going to be an exciting one probably all time uh all time bet for sure uh and I go back to the days when we uh, you could get busted for having squares we had them at our hot dog stand crazy baby we had them taped to the counter and nobody ever bothered us because the uh, 17th district most of the cops were in the, in the square you get the square pool right and what I mean, they would do is they'd circle 17 so people saw that the cops were in it they'd all get it that's great it was awesome the first super bowl i really remember was the year before the bears won so oh i would have been i think seven it was the niners yeah. dolphins you know marinos well the first first and only trip it was afl nfl championship game it wasn't right. even called the super bowl yet. right and so Name you could, changed everything, man. Changed yeah, that's all. a good point. Like Super Bowl three kind of was that. When it was I like that Joe pivot Namath, point, right? Yeah, being on on Radio Row back in the day, Joan. You know, I'm looking down and I look up and Joan Namath's ready to come on, and I had never met him before. Crazy. And I'm talking to him off the air, and I'm telling him everything about him. He goes, mm. "You knew that? <laughs> you know this?" I go, "Yeah, that's why I'm here." He goes, "Wow, you know more than a lot." I go, "I'm just telling you." And then uh, the white shoes, Bachelor Three, and you're talking to the guy. And then Joe Montana sits down. I mean, they're just different guys that you grew up loving. And then the old timers come in. Paul Horning sits down. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like that. That's what it is. It's a convention out there. If, That's what it is. If we did the uh, the you know like the the Olympic uh, podium, uh, gold, uh-huh. silver, bronze. I mean, Joe Namath has to make. Got the him. podium, like for all-time quarterback, handsome, he, right? Like it's Jimmy G, Joe Namath, and uh, oh, and yeah. Brady, right, Mike? Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. I mean, Namath, Namath had charisma. Yes, I mean, uh, and Margaret and him. I mean, I went to see, I went to CCC and company. It was trash, but it was Joe Namath and Ann Margaret. <laughs> you know, I went to the Devon Theater. We all went. There's uh, Joe Namath on the motor motorcycle. I love Joe's it. Uh, now I see him. He's doing denture commercials. I know, right? It's, it's, awesome. it's a different era now. Hi, everybody. I'm Joe Namath. It's great. My teeth fell out. Um, I do want to uh, say as we kick things off, and we're yeah. going to get uh, you know lots of prop bet talk. We'll break down the game from. A bunch of different angles. We'll talk to Luke Pergandy in a little bit. He's going out to Vegas for the weekend. Oh we'll get ponies from Jim Miller. But also want to recognize uh, three former Bears that have made oh. the latest class 
of Pro Football's Hall of Fame. It brings the total number of Bears players, coaches, and and executives now in the Hall of Fame to forty. That is uh, more than any other franchise. It's pretty incredible. Uh, you you think we'd have more success, but um, oh well, well maybe here, one of these I'm days. <laughs> Greatest but, team I ever saw was the '85 Bears. Yeah. The biggest underachievers I ever saw was the '85 Bears. You have yeah. seven people yeah, on that team. I know. I mean, that that the Pittsburgh Steelers got those type of numbers, but they they won four games. I know it's crazy, I'm, Mike. It, it it's is. a sad it's a sad thing that they could have done more. They had breakups in between. They had ownership issues, and everything. They got rid of good players where they still had opportunities. I mean, people talk about Jordan. He should have stayed one more year. Wilbur Marshall should have stayed five more years. I know it's That's crazy. That's what we got. You got ownership that. That that at that time for sure, maybe it's going to change. But I mean, I keep hearing. I mean, I understand you could have your opinions, but when when a talk show host of any ilk who knows supposed to know anything about the game of college or pro football says that Caleb Williams is the greatest quarterback he's ever seen, then you just didn't leave your area. Mm. You never left your area, and then you get you get credit for that. I mean, my God, it's ridiculous. I mean, uh, Manning and Elway, we talked about it last week. I also have to throw in Jimmy Kelly. I thought yep. Jim Kelly was a for sure. But nobody's a for sure in this draft. It's Come hard on, to guys. ever say guys are for sure. It really is. I want cousins, but nobody's talking about it except me on the show. Because, you know what, if the, if the Bears were interested, it would have been out already. It would have been in somebody's column. Probably right about Too that. Too bad. Uh, congrats to Devin Hester. Congrats to Mongo, yes. especially. And Let's congrats ban to the Julius kickoff Peppers. return. Let's ban the kickoff return, but put the greatest in there. But remember, folks, it's a safety issue. Biggest bunch of garbage ever. They should run the football out if it doesn't go into the end zone. It's it, The safety issue is garbage. There's more guys getting hurt more than ever, and it has nothing to do with kickoff. I, I think the um, – you know what they're going to toy with is what the, the, the XFL, whatever they're calling it now, whatever that other league, I think they're going to toy with the notion of trying that where – it's 10 guys on each line. The only guys allowed to be off the line of scrimmage are the kicker and the uh, returner. Because at least it, it limits those. And like, you got to move the kickoff back. Well, what is it, what yeah. is it in the prop bet that, that there's going to be a touchback? You, right. These guys kick the ball into the stands. Yeah, I know. From where it's at. I mean, like, they tried the whole fair catch thing. They, oh, that, that sucks. There weren't even that many fair catches this year. How thought, can you put Devin Hester in? That's It's like taking the triple out of baseball. No more triples. What? It's the most exciting play in baseball, maybe. You I know. know if it's, I mean, it's crazy. I know, yeah. Um, all right, so as we uh, look at the game here a little bit for Sunday, oh, just seeing a few twos at. pop back on the screen, too, Mike. Uh, San Francisco... Uh, as about uh, in some places right now, still see some one and a half. Also see San Francisco minus two forty eight. Uh, there is a forty eight on the screen I'm looking at right now on one of the betting sites. Still Are a lot of forty seven and a half. Mahomes is getting points, so I can't go against that. I'm not um, personally. I think San Francisco is the better, healthier football team. I'm oh, having I'm a tough be time honest. backing them because I'm a little afraid of, of fading Mahomes, but I think I San Francisco is the better team. I, look, you want to hear the guys I was afraid of? I was afraid of Star. I was afraid of Marino. I was afraid of Montana, Brady, Elway, Kelly, Warren Moon, Grant Tarkenton, Joe Namath, Bob Greasy. And I'm supposed to be afraid of Patrick Mahomes because they beat, what, Houston and Baltimore? Who Everybody acknowledges. 
Everybody thought Baltimore was going to win. Now they're all on the Chiefs. I'm just wondering. Yeah. I look at the complete team. Yep. Well, and I go, I, wait a minute, McCaffrey on the Chiefs? And what about Purdy, the disrespect? Are you kidding there, me? There is a lot of disrespect, Mike. Well, I heard a former, I mean, not a former, a current Dolphin lineman say they played against him his first game. And it was unbelievable. They didn't know who he was, and he lit him up. He just lit him up, Purdy. And I'm hoping that's what happens again because nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. My God, they act like he's a hobo. I, the, come the, on. The disrespect, the disrespect well, is kind of amazing. Well, they did it with Garoppolo, too. I mean, until he got hurt. He's 40 and 17. I don't know what these guys got to do. I, hey, you're 40 and 17. You're benched for a guy named O'Donnell. Okay. You know, I don't know what you got to do, Carm. It's pretty wild. Uh, the Chiefs are the last favorite to cover in a Super Bowl. They beat the 49ers uh, in Super Bowl 54, of course. Uh, the last year's game broke a streak of four consecutive unders. Uh, again, we're seeing some 48 start to pop. The current total of 47 and a half, if you see any of those, would be the lowest total in a Super Bowl since Super Bowl 50. That was Panthers-Broncos back in 2016. Got some thoughts on, on that total a little bit later in the show when we get to uh, some best bets. Kansas City's efficiency on offense the last couple weeks has been amazing, but you know what they've done in the first half has not really been replicated in the second halves of games. And I think just that 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 kind of speaks to how amazing Mahomes has oh, been because yeah. he's kind of brought this team along with him. Outside of Kelsey, there have not been a ton of reliable weapons. I will say Rasheed Rice has started to pop here in these playoffs, and I'm sure for Patrick Mahomes, he's much appreciative of that because they've gotten Rasheed Rice very involved in the offense the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that, though, is he going to step up again? We'll see. Mm -hmm. I, I do believe that the fact, and I'm not, I'm not kidding, I'm afraid of the defense of the San Francisco 49ers because I did not know that they play a ton of zone. Yeah. And I said last week to Carm, how are you going to defend the tight end? Mm -hmm. Good point. They're playing a zone. They play a lot and, of zone. And, they can and get I'm burned. not a Steve yep. Wilkes fan. Yep. I'm not. I wasn't a fan when he was a head coach. And they're, they're all, a defense has been riddled lately. But you see the offense. You see McCaffrey. And, and I just think... You know, they're overlooking Purdy. They're giving them no credit at all. It's mm -hmm. almost like the game's over already. I've heard this dance before. Like I said, and I've, you know, I've mentioned Namath and all those guys. Yeah. I mean, they were 18-point dogs. Why are they favored if everybody's picking Kansas City or everybody's yeah. got every, – and they do have the advantage everywhere, even tight end, quarterback. Their running back is, is outstanding. Yes. Right? Their head yes. coach. I, I think there are a lot of advantages. I'm, I, I totally so agree. So why, how can they be dogs? And then I right. hear people say, well, they should be the favorite. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe they should be. But we, are we stupid here? I'm going to tell you right now, I, I just did some charting yesterday, and there's a poll that the bar room has, well, one of the places I'm on, 60% 60, 60 are on the Chiefs out of about, about a 600 mm. uh, both type of deal. Now, that don't mean nothing. Right. But it's like they're favored. The way that people are betting, and I them. think that I think the Chiefs are only going to attract more money as the weekend well, goes on because of Mahomes and the yeah. underdog thing. Well, I Brady think you're right. was the same way. Yep. But does he doesn't scare me any more than Brady did? And I was terrified of him and yeah. Marino. I I just think that there's a look the the lines are they are, is holding going to be called? Always a good question. Is How much do they call? Be, yes. Because Kansas City notoriously is a team that holds. When he starts scrambling, you can see it. Yeah. 
and the refs are busy watching something else because he's all over the place. So we gotta gotta see how the game's gonna be called too. We'll get into some prop bets a little bit later on. Coming up oh, next, yeah. our good buddy Luke Pergani from Prop Swap will join us. So uh, we're just getting warmed up, folks. Don't go anywhere. Lots to do as we preview Super Bowl Fifty Eight on Sunday. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple. We'll be right back. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN One Thousand. Welcome back inside this week's episode of the Odds Couple Super Bowl edition. We are presented by Circa Resort and Casino. It's Mike and Carmen with you, and it's time to talk to one of our weekly contributors and one of our favorite guests. He's on his way to Las Vegas for the big game this weekend. One of the founding members of PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. You better have it on your phone. He joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Luke Pergandy. Oh, me from Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Carm. I'm Mike. How are you, buddy? Excited uh, for the weekend? I mean, from both a business standpoint and just personal standpoint, what does this weekend mean to you? Yeah, yeah. It's always, it's, it's people are like, you know, oh, are you going to do any work down there? I'm like, guys, like, I'm talking to FanDuel people. I'm talking to DraftKings people. But, yes, there will be free alcohol. And, yes, there'll be it's Las Vegas. So, anytime a Super Bowl is in town, it will be pretty cool. So, yeah, there will be a blast. Always is. Um, really looking forward to it. Games inside. The weather's going to be terrible. So, everyone's yeah. talking about the weather. And yep. Rightfully so. It's going to be 40s in Vegas, which is crazy for this time of year. It's usually 60s or 70s. But games inside, so no impact on the game. But it will certainly impact uh, people's um, experience. <laughs> what would yeah. be your best recommendation? You kind of touched on it a little bit last Friday with us, Luke, but just bring everybody up to speed for this weekend. They're bouncing around on the app. They're looking at tickets. They're looking yeah. to buy. They're looking to sell. Like, especially maybe for someone who's not all that experienced, who's somewhat newer to sports gambling, someone that's newer maybe to prop swap. Like, what would be your best advice for attacking uh, the action this weekend? Yeah. So if you buy a bet from us, obviously you can resell it instantly. So we have a ton of different money line bets, you know, minus two and a half, plus two and a half. Any any bet on the outcome of the game, we have it, and then you can immediately resell it. So say you take San Francisco, you know, minus two and a half, and they're up by 10 in the third quarter, we'll give you an updated sale price in the app that shows you what this bet is now worth. So you bet 100, you could sell it for 155 in the third quarter, and, you know, maybe Kansas City comes back and he lost in some profit. You know, I'm encouraged about uh, life because I thought I was the only guy without a heart, but it's good to see that the voters got it right with the comeback player of the year and Joe Flacco. You nailed that, Mike. Yeah, I know that you two guys, yeah, both guys and and everybody was sympathetic to to, even I was. I said he should win Mm -hmm. another type of award, but the bottom line was my reasoning wasn't mean. If my dad had a heart attack and we didn't hear the ambulance siren for 15 minutes, you know, and Hamlin had his heart attack right there in front of all these trained personnel. It was on the field. He was dead for a second, but he came back. But here was the problem. Three tackles all year long. Yeah, he really played. And there was nothing. And what Flacco did, guys, and I know that on PropSwap, you were able to buy Flacco. This tells you when everybody thought Hamlin was going to win, that, uh, you know what, Flacco, what he did was remarkable, right, Luke? Totally. Yeah, we sold we sold 40 to 1 Joe Flacco tickets. Mm. Um, we sold a bunch of Will Anderson. That was kind of an upset for defensive rookie of the year instead of Jalen Carter on the Eagles. Yeah. Um, so that was somewhat of an upset. It's because the Eagles uh, went down. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I, I agree. With that. I think that that's something not helping. And uh, Anderson had a good last like yep. couple of games. I think he had like two sacks in the last two games or something. Mm-hmm. He had a good finish. Um, Christian McCaffrey was a long shot because Tyree Kill was on pace to have like two thousand yards, mm-hmm. and uh, Christian McCaffrey was around seven to one. I mean, we sold yeah. we sold tons of NFL award stuff. That's always a fun fun way to to bet on the NFL. Any uh, longer shot MVP guys that you'd take a look at, Luke, that you'd have a little advice on? I mean, like buying Mahomes and Purdy yeah. tickets are, it's easy, you know, and it's logical. It's good. How about it, Debo Samuel, guys? Yeah, but like, talking yeah. About what about some they? longer odds for MVP? Yeah. So uh, in the last 10 years, there's been two defensive players mm-hmm. that have won uh, MVP, and there's been two pass catchers. Um, Edelman was um, the MVP during that terrible Rams-Patriots Super Bowl. Um, I do think this will be low scoring. I'm not ready to say it will be as low scoring as that game, of course. It was like 3 nothing at halftime. But um, I do think this will be low scoring. So I do think like a Chris Jones, and mm. this, this would be with props off in mind. So you can get Chris Jones at 140-1 to right now. Yeah. And say he has a you know massive disruptive play sure. in the second quarter and does it again in the third quarter. Now you're selling it for... 20 times what you paid for it on props out. So just another, you know, fun way to play the game as opposed to just picking a money line or a spread. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Like, look for one of, like, Chris Jones is a per- perfect example. I mean, like, well, if especially out, if they get out to have a lead and he's had a sack or something. In he's the game. a big game player. And, but but yes. I, I advise anybody, if you just like to make double your money, I, I think I think San Francisco's going to show up well. I think you got to take the quarterback because they're ignoring the folks. And he's second right now, right behind what, the, I, the home, behind Mahomes. And he I is, but I'll tell you, if if San Fran, if you do think San Fran's the side, you know, Mike, you said it, Debo yep. Samuel at twenty to one, like, that's, that's, that's awfully, shot. that's awfully enticing. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like I, I completely agree. We're right, talking Luke? a ton of Debo at twenty to one. Yep. Yeah, like that yep. seems that seems pretty good. Um, for you, what's on the docket personally this weekend? I know you said it will be a lot of work. You've got meetings. You're talking to people. Yeah. Some parties. Are you? Uh, I think you were there last year, if I'm not mistaken, at the game. Are you sticking mm-hmm. for the game on Sunday? Yeah, so I'll stay on Sunday. I'll probably do some work. The tickets are eight k to get in the door right now. Oof. That's like the worst seat in the house. Um, I'm certainly not paying eight k to sit in the worst seat if I get. I couldn't paint my ticket, whole. Which... I'd paint my whole house for eight k. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's totally. going on? Yeah, so that's a blue collar sport. That. Not. But if I can get an affordable ticket, I'll do that. But yeah, I mean, you know, front office sports is having a party. FanDuel is having a party. DraftKings, of course, having a party. So it'll be good to see all those executives. So DraftKings is headquartered in Boston. FanDuel is headquartered in New York City. So yeah. I, I just don't get to see those guys and girls as much. Get to see them in Las Vegas. Good time to catch up. You and Ian lived out there for a while, um, even though you guys are Chicago guys. You started the company out there. Uh, real quick as we let you go, I mean, can you have ever envisioned when you guys were out there all those years ago when you started this um, as someone who has been a, a sports gambler, you know, most of his adult life, did you ever think we'd get to this point where not only are they hosting a Super Bowl, but they basically came out and said Las Vegas is going to be in the rotation. They're going to get many Super Bowls going forward. Totally. Yeah. I, we, it's funny. I, yeah. Yes. I guess is my answer to the question. I, I did think this would come at some point. There was just too much money for it to be ignored. Like for Roger Goodell to be anti Las Vegas, it just didn't make any financial sense. I know he's smarter than that. Um, so we thought it would happen, but yeah, to your point, like now that it's in the rotation, it's pretty surreal and uh, it's going to be, it's Vegas deserves a Super Bowl. It's way overdue. But um, yeah, it'll be a it'll be an exciting weekend. Have fun, buddy. Be safe, and we'll uh, catch up next Friday. Enjoy the game. 
Sounds good, guys. You too. All right, buddy. Oh, be careful. There's our guy, Luke Pergandy, at oh, Luke yeah. Pergandy on like. X, on Instagram. Yeah, it's incredible. I'm tired from all the trips I made to Vegas. I'm exhausted just thinking about them. <laughs> I get dizzy. You want to sit down. I start perspiring. Forget you, about you it. You did enough for a I lifetime. Went like 50 like, times. You know. I went to 17 Super Bowls. Naturally, they're in Vegas now. I, I had to go to Atlanta. Right. Thanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boy, 17. God, you guys went to a lot went of Super Went to 17, Bowls. man. The station sent us every year was the time. Then we used to go for the for uh, March Madness. We went every year to a different Vegas hotel. Mm. I mean, which was great. Green Valley Ranch, uh, the Paris Hotel, uh, uh, MGM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time of my life, really. And then now, I mean, I'm with you, and we're kicking everybody's that's, butt. That's what Four we did. and all last week, folks. Incredible. Nine and eight. Now, here's what we got to do. We got to get more wins this week with minimal losses to get to our 60% mark that we've been shooting for uh, since the playoffs began. We've done that for straight. Exactly. All right, coming up, we'll continue to break down the game. More prop bets, our thoughts, getting you set for Super Bowl Sunday. We can't wait. Don't go anywhere. We got a lot more to do, plus ponies from Jim Miller a little bit later on and some of our best plays and final thoughts on the game in just a little bit. We are Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple. We're coming right back. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike North, Carmen DeFelco with you every week. Catch up on demand all weekend long as you get ready for the big game. Just make sure you have the ESPN Chicago app. Also, uh, the Encore Replay will come your way Saturday afternoon, starting at 1 over the air on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2. Andy Reid, extra time to prepare in his career. It's amazing. 31-7 and straight up. Patrick Mahomes in his postseason career now, it's a full season, 17 games, 14 and three straight up, 12 and five against the spread as an underdog in his career. He's 10 and five straight up, 11, three and one against the number. And of course, as we talked about in our opening segment a little while ago, uh, this one's very tight and is probably going to close somewhere around one and a half, maybe two. I don't think there's any way this thing goes back out to Chiefs minus three. Uh, Chiefs uh, plus three, excuse me. If anything, more of the money, as Mike said earlier, is going to come in this weekend on the dog because it is Patrick Mahomes, but uh, he's been very good in his career, both regular season and post, obviously. He doesn't have a pick in his last six playoff games. He's very good at avoiding sacks, Mike. Actually, he and Purdy are both very good at avoiding sacks, but it's one of the things that that makes Mahomes special. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Did I see a mirage, or did I see Purdy doing the same thing in oh, this last game? And, and I, Mike, all year, like Purdy, yeah, I think, absolutely. was top 10 in sack rate uh, throughout yeah. the course of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, I've done something historic. I don't know if it's ever been done. I, it's not climbing Mount Everest. A lot of people have done that. Landing on the moon more than once. <laughs> I've hit both sides of a bet for the second week in a row. That's, last week, uh, New Orleans That's right. and San Antonio uh, in the same game. Now, if it gets up to three, mm-hmm. am I supposed to believe it couldn't be 2019? Am I supposed to believe mm. you couldn't take the money line on one side? I know it's a much smaller right. sample. I like to go with the plus sevens, the plus eights. So I, I might take a look at that, but it's got to get higher than that. It's got to go to three, right? It's got to go to three. Then you then. Yeah, no, 24-23. Then you got a shot to win both ends. If you're not sure, because you can't be off. Look, if every if 
if I'm hearing what I'm hearing, everybody's going to be driving Rolls Royces on, on the Eisenhower and the Kennedy. I don't know how long they'll last. And you still got to flatten, fix the pavement after the winter. But I mean, everybody will, will be will be rich because I don't. I, I I once asked my bookie, give me San Francisco. Like I'd say, give me San Francisco. Who are they playing? I go, well, they're playing Kansas City. I haven't wrote, written them down yet. Mm. That's how this game looks to be right now with the Chiefs getting two. I know. Can the public be right? Sometimes they are in the Super Bowl, like the Chicago Bears in 1985 with the great Steve McMichael. Congrats, Mongo. That's right. Love, Mongo. Yeah. Uh, you know, you talked about McCaffrey and just everything oh, he brings to God. this team, Plus right? 90 yards? I know. Well, and against that, listen, Kansas City's defense has been good, but it's really been in their back end. That's what it's been so uh, impressive, the way uh, Legere's You don't Sneed want to played. tackle him one-on-one if you're a corner. I wouldn't want to. Or if right? you're a safety. Can you imagine, like, you're a safety right. in the hole you've got, uh, and he's got, and he gets he's untouched. And he gets the linebackers. No. See, uh, that's why the over 90 looks, looks inviting. 90 yeah. yards. Yeah, I know. And especially when you think of the matchup against Kansas City's rush defense. That's been the weakness. The well, back end, fantastic. San Francisco's defense has been horrid they, for the past couple weeks. They, they, neither team has been able to stop the run. That's a good point. They might. Maybe we get a dose of run. That's it. And you know maybe Shanahan wants to do that, too. I mean, you, you know you know he does. Sneed and, and Trent McDuffie have been so good. Their corners have been so good yep. that, you know, you do wonder how much of a, like a heavy McCaffrey slash Debo as a running backer in just some creative way where he gets him the ball in space. Like, Over rushing 16 and a half yards for Debo. Boy, I kind of like that. One one handoff, he gets by one guy. Uh, one 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 reverse. Yeah, and and you know what? One block. One and little you got jet McCaffrey, sweep. Yeah, you got yeah. McCaffrey, who's a blocking back in front of him. Yeah, you know that's pretty safe. I mean, really, it's a. Th- why would it be that high? Because he's capable. Yes, yes. Th- I that- mean, you, usually it's nine and a half, eleven. 16 and a half. And this will McCaffrey have that longer run? You never know. You never know. I know this 49ers rushing attack, number one in EPA during the regular year, number two in success rate. I mean, just really dynamic and really good. And By the way, folks, if you want to hear some great radio, you know what? I don't toot my own horn unless I have to. <laughs> I'm Harry James because nobody else is going to do it. Nobody toots the odds couples. Listen to last week's podcast, the first segment. Some of the best radio you'll ever hear, you guys that want to get out and see, think you can make the big time. Listen to Carmen and I in that first segment, produced expertly by Joe Ostrowski. I'm not Joe Ostrowski, Eric Ostrowski. Joe, how you doing? Joe, t- hey, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Love Joey. He listens. He does. Yeah. It was good. And you can always go back on demand with the app and listen to you, all the week's I episodes. I four times. Somebody called yesterday, too, to Yurk and me and said that they liked your idea of... Cousins? Cousins. You got to go. The only we, th- why? It's the money. We'll make the, the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. You're right about that. Well, wait a minute. Aaron Rodgers, that's all the Jets wanted to do. <laughs> and they're getting $50 million, everybody, all the bear, well, God, why didn't we do it? All of a sudden, we got a shot at a guy that's thrown 4,000 yards seven times, and, he, and everybody goes, oh, no, no, thanks. Let's rebuild. What? We're going to wait around again. Is this what I'm saying? That My God. Right I, and the new stadium by the White Sox. Please. It, it looks well. It looks beautiful. Yeah, it I'm, looks beautiful. And you know what? There's a lot of questions, especially where it's at. You know, I'm, I'm like, I got to. I'm, I'm, I'm the build 
we'll build one on Tui in Harlem or something. It's a lot of My que- God. A lot of questions on like why all of a sudden. Jerry's got to have some financial well, reason. Bingo, Carmen. That's why you're one of the best. I mean, no socks vest. Uh, we're not picking up anybody. And all of a sudden, we're building a stadium across from, uh, uh, oh, we're building an over Oldering Park. We'll, we'll, pick a, we'll pick a site. Oh. I, I do love the renderings. It looks the, great. Yeah. And that's what they probably didn't have the first time they built a new stadium. I guess not. I mean, the really. Rendering, like, I think they had Legos. Right. What I don't did you know do? what happened. Yeah, like what they had happened? a 12-year-old say, let's build the upper deck this high. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, are, is it time to fade Kelsey? I mean, like, these yes. props are going nuts, Mike. It, it opened his total don't even, yards. I'm not touching them. It opened at, like, 68. It's 75 you know and a half as we touching? record the show. I'm not touching either tight end because the Chiefs. I like Kittles, uh, yeah. but the Chiefs, just remember who the defense has to play defense against during the week. Like Dick Butkus told me, no running back got by me because I practiced against Sayers. How are the Chiefs going to do against Kittles when they basically go against Kelsey every day? And the Chiefs yeah. are pretty good against touchdowns against tight ends. And so are the 49ers, folks. I think they've given up four touchdowns all year. Yeah, I do my homework. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. I they had, both tight ends may be, but the Kelsey thing's insane. It's insane. Yeah, forget And it's it. only going to keep going up. I mean, who knows? It might get up near it's 80. no bet. I don't know. If I had to bet it, I'd bet under. I think I would, too, at this point. You might as well. You're getting the better of the number now. If you think the 49ers are going to win, let me just say this. I'm going to teach the kids. Kids, gather around the radio. I don't even know if they do that anymore. (laughs) Kids, gather around the radio. Let me tell you something. If the 49ers take a 7-0 lead, the game plan is destroyed. And the Chiefs don't play. You know what I mean? I know they're patient. And I know they'll stick with Kelsey. But... I think the 49ers, when you have two weeks to prepare, I can't believe you'll be allowed to roam free like he has the last Right, weeks. yeah. You know, uh, the bet that that seems like a no-brainer, now you've got to lay a lot, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to run away from it, but the McCaffrey anytime touchdown. I'm I mean, taking it. Right, Mike? Like 32 regular and postseason games. You already got games. one of my picks. I don't care. I'll take it. He's got 38 touchdowns yeah. in 32 games with I'll, the 49ers. I'll spend the, two, I'll spend the 200. You'll, right, that's what I was going to say. You'll lay the 225, Absolutely. right? I mean, like, in a heartbeat. It, it's just, it almost seems like a no-brainer. You listen, you listen. Now, that, Walter that, didn't that get a, a touchdown in the Super Bowl, but who the hell? I mean, I'm just, I, it seems well, like a no-brainer. 35 to 1 with the fridge. That could be. <laughs> good point. The original prop bet, right? Oh, the original prop bet. <laughs> the original prop bet. It's a good point. coach was in charge. Very good point. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it does. It seems like a total no-brainer with McCaffrey. And yeah, you got it. I would, but you don't have to necessarily Now, you could lose, totally but you away. know what? Can you sleep if you pass that bet? By? If you got, hey, you can bet 50 bucks. Right. And if you lose, you lose 100. Right. But if you win, baby, it's worth it. And yeah. you know what? If they're not, if McCaffrey doesn't score a touchdown, my prediction's going to be off. They might not win the game, right? That's yeah, right. Like, yep. Absolutely. All right, coming up next, we will get some ponies from Jim Miller. Then we'll give you our final thoughts. Yep. Yeah, Jimmy had, Jimmy hit the winner's circle twice again last I'm week, I think. Yeah, right now we're on. But that should, we should add that on 6 and 0. Forget about it. I'm rigging it. Let's go to work. We'll do some ponies next. <laughs> we'll give you our best uh, bets for the weekend and just final thoughts on Super Bowl 58. We're coming right back. It's Mike and Carmen. We're the odds couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
during the home stretch on this week's edition of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. It's the Super Bowl edition. It is finally here. We can't wait for Sunday. We've given you a lot of breakdown. Best plays, final thoughts coming up, but let's get some ponies from one of the best in the business, the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on X at Hawthorne Gym, and he joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, it's a Super Bowl edition, so I'm Niners over and Debo for MVP to have a little bit of fun with the game. I'm hoping for a great game regardless. We'll see how it breaks down, but it's going to be so much fun. Uh, yes, and Mike and I were talking a little earlier about like a Debo long shot MVP. Like twenty to one, right? Yeah, twenty to one. It's not yeah. bad. Jimmy hit the winner's circle a couple of times. We're adding again. them to our total, so we get it sixty percent. Jimmy's going to start being the two and zero last week. We were there right? twice. Yep, mm-hmm. we were there yep. twice last week. Jimmy also said to us. There's a horse to watch, but we're not betting it because the odds are ridiculous. I think he went off at one to nine. I mean, come yeah, on. Yep. And, and Jimmy said, this horse, if there's ever a sure thing, this is the horse. Yurko showed me the race. That The way that horse closed was incredible. It's Nysos, but it's a Baffert horse, so he won't run in the Derby. Is that right, Jimmy? That's right. They're not running in the Derby. None of the Baffert horses shifted over to another trainer. The owners are sticking by Bob, so they are not acquiring any Derby points. And this is what we talked about, guys. He has impressive racehorses. We know that. But these are horses that are now going to dominate, like Nysos, through these derby preps and just gobble up a ton of big points. So it makes it a little bit tougher on the other horses that are racing on the West Coast for one. The other thing it's going to do, though, when you get to the Preakness Ah, and you get to the Belmont and things beyond that, that's when you're really going to see possibly the best three-year-olds in the country. So, like, in that futures market, and there is a futures market, if I'm not mistaken, you know, of course, uh, horse racing is paramutual wagering, so those odds change, but you can bet, like, those futures right now, and, and, like, is he the favorite for the Preakness then, Jimmy? So Preakness, you're not going to have any futures come out for that unless you're really searching deep. Okay. But if you do dig deep and find some place, because so much focus is on the Derby, okay. if you can find somebody that's going to offer it for the Preakness, that horse will be the favorite okay. for sure. Got it. All right. I got to ask you about the fact that the horse looks impressive, but there's Bafford connections. So is there suspicion mm-hmm. on the horse because he's so dominant and because Bafford said other horses – that are so dominant until they get caught drugged or caught. Good question. What's your, what's your take, Jimmy? Well, and the, and the biggest thing about it, too, is there's always going to be those questions surrounding Bob Baffert a little bit because of the history. But at the same time, I can tell you this, guys, federal legislation was instilled a couple of years ago, and it requires very strict drug testing now. So every stakes race that comes up, guys, there's blood tests and blood draws from every single racehorse prior to the race. And then after the race, when you win the race, there is as well. So the testing is so much even stronger now. And there's even more scrutiny for a guy like Bob Baffert because he's going to be under the microscopes for everything he does. So I would highly, highly doubt there's anything going on other than the fact that this is just a really good and really fast racehorse. Maybe you should just take the sunglasses off and let people (laughs) see him. I mean, my God, right off the bat. He's Hollywood. He is Hollywood. He's the guy that everybody knows in racing, regardless of if you're going to see his face at the Derby or not. That's true. I get it. So you guys have altered the race times for the weekend, right? Yeah, everything has moved up a little bit on Sunday over at the track uh, so that uh, everybody can stick around then afterwards and watch the game. Is that right, Jimmy? That's right. The book's going to open early, guys, because there's going to be so much 
wagering going on on that side for the Super Bowl. But for us, too, we had a lot of horses enter this weekend. So originally we were a 2 p.m. post for Sunday. We actually moved it an hour earlier to 1 p.m. because we added three more races on Sunday. So that's a really good thing to have a lot of races going on. So 1 p.m. post Sunday, we'll be out of there in time for everybody to get home for kickoff. And then Monday, closing day for the harness meet, mm. 7, 10 p.m. for closing day. And then after that, guys, we lay down a thoroughbred track again. We're the only place in North America that does it. And then we'll be ready for thoroughbreds to be on the track training just a week after that. That's great. All right, so where are we wagering this weekend? So we have one triple crown prep, one derby prep. It's at Tampa Bay Downs. So all three races will be at Tampa this weekend. Going to bet all these horses across the board. We'll start out in race number seven, bet the one dream concert across the board, a horse that loves the distance. Race eight, we're going to bet the two, Nakatomi across the board, a horse that'll come flying oh, late. Nakatomi, that's awesome. Nakatomi, I'm going to have to wear my diehard exactly. shock Christmas party. <laughs> that is, Everybody that gets is. ready for their Christmas oh, party in Nakatomi that Plaza. That is awesome. My God, it's the best. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and then race 10, the Derby Prep. This is the Sam F. Davis Stakes. Bet the four, Crazy Mason across the board. This one's 10 to 1 and should come flying late. All right, so all three races at Tampa Downs for Saturday. Race seven, the one horse across the board. Race eight, you got to bet it, guys. I mean, you heard our reaction. Uh, Nakatomi, come on. Bet Nakatomi, the two horse across the board. That's such a great name. And then race 10 is the uh, prep race, uh, the four horse across the board. Is that right, Jimmy? That's right. Let's make some money and place some more wagers for Sunday. Sounds good, buddy. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game, and we'll talk next week. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There he is, the one and only oh, Jim Miller. Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> That's fantastic. Ho, ho, oh, ho. It's so oh I love hot. Outside of Ming the Merciless, to me, oh. as a child, Ming the Merciless, the real one, Charles Middleton, right. was as bad a villain as evil. I mean, every every week he was selling, saying, kill the Earth Man. But, uh, and he looked just so mean. Uh, that guy there, Hans. Hans of Gruber. Course, if you saw Cape Fear, either De Niro oh with God. the makeup or yeah. Bob Mitchum without it, yeah. you take either one. They look scary as hell. I so. mean, De Niro's pretty frightening in the remake. He really Did is. You see, but but how about Mitchum pulling it off, wearing like our father's clothes? Yes. You know? Yes. That's <laughs> a, great, <laughs> a great way to put it. I'm telling you. All right. So uh, as we yeah. put uh, a bow on this one and we end. I love putting bows on things. Right? We end the uh, the NFL season. Oh, Mikey's uh, was hot again last week. Don't miss the bonus play. He hit Atlanta. that last week. Yeah, Woo! it was great. Car played it. I'm I did. Proud. All right, so what are we thinking? Ice cream. Any final thoughts, ideas? Um, I told you last week I do have a Rasheed Rice anytime touchdown. I yeah. think there's some good value there I at about that down, but this plus is 130. The These profits aren't easy, folks. There's 10,000 of them. You it, know? It's hard. It is. Um, I got three of them. What do you got? Go ahead, Mikey. All right, you want me to start? Yes, okay. you go ahead. I got McCaffrey for sure. If he doesn't score, I'll just I, – I wouldn't be able to sleep if I didn't bet it. But you got to put uh, 200 uh, to win a, uh, for every 100. But I got McCaffrey first. Okay? I also have a McCaffrey prop with Mike. Okay. So, yes, right. McCaffrey anytime touchdown, even anytime though you're definitely touchdown. laying some juice at minus 200. Got to do it. McCaffrey anytime touchdown. Although I wish it was a little higher. I, I think it's still doable. But, but I can't imagine them winning and him not scoring. I know. Okay. I'm with you. How about the second one for you, Carm? You got another one? Um, I've got you the got Rasheed Rice. Rice. I've got the Rasheed Rice. I've yeah. got the McCaffrey. Okay. And I also have a uh, – we're going to fade Kelsey, but I am. I did play over 50-and-a-half Kittle Good. receiving yards. Over 50-and-a-half Kittle receiving yards. Okay. And I got uh, two before we get to Eric. I'm going with my guy. Yeah. Everything they say about him, they said about me, Vic. If you're an underdog of any kind, 
and you don't have a shot. They're already talking about if he loses, even by four, they're going to look to replace him if he has a bad game. Mm. Well, then replace every quarterback that played this year. Uh, I'm going with Purdy for MVP plus the 225. Got it. Uh, everybody loves McCaffrey doing it. Well, who's going to throw him the ball? Who's going to give him the opportunity? Debo Samuels back Kittles, uh, Carms guy. And then last but not least, what am I, we dealing with kids here? What am I, on Carnival? Is Jake LaMotta told his brother Joey? What, everybody taking the Chiefs like to get, like I don't have a chance? This is going to be uh, LaMotta versus Marcel Serdan in Detroit, okay? This is the 49ers to win by a score of 31 to 17, folks, Ooh. period. They're shutting down. Yeah, they'll shut down Mahomes. He'll make some damage, but matriculating it down the field is going to be a little tougher. Gave him two weeks to prepare. We'll see what happens. Boy, and that is right on the total. I, I, I you know, now that I it's didn't back, even think about it's that. It's right it? on it, Mike. It's 48. I, you nailed it. I kind of like the under. I a little. thought it was, you know, somebody told me earlier in the week they thought it was 46 or something, 47, but it's 48. 48 right now. There's some 47 and a half. I'm looking at a 48 on. On uh, points bet right now, he's got it at 48. I, I, I'd lean a little bit I under look, Mike's right on it. Yep. I, and then I love we that got final a guy, score. Yeah, and then we got a guy here who won last week again. Yes, he did. Great addition. He puts the podcast up on time. He's helped us get the shows better better time slots and everything else. He's just a guy that goes to the wall for us. He's our producer, our executive producer. Eric O's betting show. What's up, hot one? What do you got? What for up? Us? What up? So, Mike, he took Brooklyn the yep. next day. The next day, I didn't even care about the line. Yeah. Uh, Against Philly, beautiful. Uh, uh, um, I'm with you on the Niners, by the way. Okay, yeah, we all like the Niners. But my bet that I like, my favorite prop bet, is Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards. Okay, he's shown his propensity to, throw, to run the ball a lot lately in these playoff games, and I think that could be one rush. That Hopefully the knees at the end of the game don't. That's don't what always scares you. you. Any kneel downs, but Yurko likes that one too. So now, there by you the go. way, I want to put three units on the 49ers to add some uh, juice to our uh, deal. I'm putting three units down. On Beautiful it. way to Forget go big. It. I love it. I got to go big on this. Enjoy the game, you guys. Uh, okay. All of our listeners, we want you to enjoy the game as well. And thank you as always for listening. It's been such a fun NFL season. We're not going anywhere. We do this all year long, not just We're during all the football. Seasons. We're not one. That's right. We That's most it. certainly are. Um, so thanks for listening as always. Thanks to Eric Ostrowski. Thank you to Luke Pergandy and to Jim Miller. And uh, enjoy the big game, everybody. We'll see you again next week inside the Odds Couple. So long, everybody. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.